1: Continue standing if we are already doing so, and turning to Second Corinthians chapter three as our spotlight preaching this evening. Again, want to thank this wonderful group of musicians, and want to thank our greeters, our wellness team that check in, and how we've been able to navigate this pandemic. One, because of the guidance of God. Two, because of your willingness to be faithful. We had to ask a lady to leave service the other day for funeral. She didn't want to wear a mask. We gave her a mask and she didn't want it. I don't know how she got in, but anyway, uh, God bless you. If you want to worship, we wear masks. Um, my, one of my arguments is people who don't want to wear masks. It's, it's, it's whole, let me come at it this way: If you say you really want to wear a mask, but you're mad, but I just can't breathe, you got the wrong mask. I can help you with that. But if you don't want to wear a mask because you want to be whatever, that's a whole other issue. Amen. That's, but if you, but if you are wanting to wear a mask. You want a good mask. I can, I can give you recommendations on that. And so we can help you with that adjustment. Come see me at the service or call me as many of you are already doing. And whole lot I get a whole lot of call. Now Reverend tell me about that mask. Alright, let's go. Let's go. Second Corinthians chapter three is where we turn our spotlight in this worship experience. I want to pick up the reading at verse number 14 down through verse number 18. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. The truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the glory and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more, James, like him, as we are changed into his glorious image. Amen. Let me go to your seats around the building. That 14th verse ends up being our launch pad tonight. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds. So they cannot understand the truth. This veil can only be removed, only can be removed only by believing in Christ. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. That mind, mental, one of the one of the places that can be attacked is our mentality, our mental well-being. Much discussion is going on as I listened earlier on my way to go watch a bit of the Norfolk State Howard game. It's Howard's homecoming. And of course, our team came out successfully. We hate to H-U, you know. We had to go over at least. But anyway, but as I was writing, there's much discussion now around the issues that are very serious in terms of mental illness. Simone Biles, this phenomenal Olympic gymnast, ended up saying that she had to pull out where many had predicted that she was going to win a number of gold medals. But Simone Biles, who defies gravity in some cases, said during the Olympic Games that she had lost her way. She would spin through the air. And some kind of way, something had gotten thrown off. As a result of that, she had to pull back. We've also heard that same kind of pressure that is also in the world of tennis, where one of the stars said, I need to take a break. The pressure of beating her idol, Serena Williams, had done so much to her that she ended up saying, I need to take a break from the game. And and so, in order that I can mentally come to my happy place. Most recently, and i back into the discussion that I was listening to on my way this afternoon, surrounding basketball player, for the Philadelphia 76ers who has now claimed that he has mental issues. Some say it's not mental, it's basketball issues. But he could claim mental issues after being suspended from the team, after saying and demanding a trade, but, he, but someone said that if he says mental, then no one can question him. The person on the, on the radio said, I, I would almost say he's lying. But I can't say that because that is not politically correct. But he knows that if he claims that, then of course persons will back off. If you know anything about the fans of Philadelphia and how it is that they were preparing to greet him after saying that he did not want to play for their team even last year while Russell Westbrook was a member of the Washington Wizards following the game and heading to the locker room he was doused with popcorn and beer do you not think that if Mr. Simmons were to decide to come through those corridors in that arena, that he might get the same popcorn, beer, and whatever else might come their way. This idea tonight of looking at our mental challenges, our happy places, I say to you tonight that prayer is essential, but I also say to you that therapists can also be helpful as well. There are some persons that think because I have a spiritual relationship that I can deny professionals who can help me in other areas, that sense of the mind, mind, body, and soul. That reality of getting all of those factors together several years ago right here in our church dr. D Kim Singleton was talking about in one of our discussions during our mental health month she was talking about the balance that all of us need that sense of, of body how I take care of my physical body how I take care Of the spirit, but then also how we take care of the intellect. All of these things can end up coming together. But there are persons who are more concerned about body, mind, intellect than they are about spirit. There are others who are concerned about spirit, but not concerned about intellect. It's one thing for me to read the word of God and hear the word of God preached, but it's another thing for me to study the word of God for myself, gaining that knowledge that can grow me in the faith. There are three areas we're going to look at tonight under this theme of keep an open mind. Number one, work against the very things that distort the word of God, there will come things that will seek to distort, disrupt, and intercept. That's why there is the need for focus. That's why there's the need for the Bible says, pressing toward the mark of the high calling. That word, pressing toward the mark is very important because sometimes you are going to have to deal with opposition. When I deal with a challenge, how am I going to face that challenge? I'm facing that challenge with uh, having the mentality of knowing that I'm not facing it, Marion, on my own strength. I'm facing it because of the strength of God. So, I'm working against the very things. That that can distort the word of God. The second thing that we want to look at in this message, once one turns to the Lord, it changes one's outlook. My outlook has now shifted as my focus has now sharpened. When you sharpen your faith and you understand that now I look at things differently, my mind has been opened up to new possibilities, my mind can see further. You realize that God can see further than we can. God sees within us greatness. God sees within us whatever those things that are going to lift us to new levels. And so we have to understand that once one turns to the Lord, that your outlook is going to be changed. What a different world this would be if we could get persons to turn to the Lord. Turn from drugs. Turn from low living. Turn from gang life. Turn from materialism. Turn from all of the things that can distort one's life. The third thing we want to look at tonight, Is that possibilities, yes, are enlarged once one turns to the Lord. Yes, once one turns to the Lord, it ignites transformation. My possibilities are enlarged once I have made that turn. I, I I had something has been ignited in my spirit. It ignites ultimately transformation. Let's back up tonight. The, about the things that can happen in one's life. Number one, work against the very things that distort the word of God. There's so many things, there's so many people who are trying to distort the word of God. Matter of fact, during this pandemic, there have been persons who've called our church and they said, we, I want a religious exemption from the vaccine." I can't find that for you. Uh, I'm sure there are persons who will try to come and to look at the Bible and not exegete the text, Dr. Fontenot, but eisegete, Dr. Warner, and that they put into the Bible. And so you've got to understand that, uh, that God is also a healer. Yes, He's a God who can work in medicine, psychology. He is a work he's a God who can work in sociology. He's a God who also can work at CVS, just like he works right here at the City on the Hill. You've got to understand. That some person, but I'm not, I, I'm concerned about what I put into my body. And some of those very persons who are concerned about what they put into their body smoke reefer, drink liquor, and they're not concerned about what they put into that. But I've come tonight to say we got to work against anything against the very things that distort the word of God. Verse number 14 uh, of of this particular passage in first 2nd Corinthians chapter 3. But the people's minds were hardened and and to this day whenever the Old covenant is being read that's what it said when the Old covenant is being read the the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth and this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. If you want to have an open mind believe on Jesus. You, when when Jesus folk ought to have an open mind. Jesus folk ought to have an open mind because if you are a part of the kingdom of God, you know that God is a miracle worker. Mountains can be climbed, valleys can be gotten out of. You can be in the midnight and the challenges of your life, but God can step into your challenges, answer your prayer. I see the samples in here tonight, and I'm, we've been celebrating all week long about. Harvest's a uh, 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 testimony last week about not needing a heart. Well, I can thank God that we got to keep an open mind. I got to keep an open mind Deacon altar walls, but I also have to have an open spirit. My spirit has to be open, and I'm open to whatever it is that God wants to shower into my life. Fill my cup, Lord, and let it overflow. So, there are some folk in here tonight that need an overflow blessing. There's some folk in here tonight that know that God can step in right on time, give us just what we need, just when we need it. This veil can be removed only by believing. In Christ, you want to you want to remove the veil. Get Jesus. If yeah, you can't understand the truth because the veil is messing you up. The veil is clouding your thinking and clouding your thought. What is the veil? The veil of anger. The veil of sin. The veil of negativity. You got to let the veil out of there. How do I get the veil out of there? I need a touch from God. I need the Holy Spirit in my life and. I, you can pray in your household and over your children that the veil is going to be removed. You got to pray on your job that the veil is going to be removed. You Even if you got a superior, I'm praying that the veil is going to be removed you got to understand you can't pay this removal. This is only something the Lord can do. It's only something. You could could call terminex if you want to, but this veil can only be removed by the power of God. Somebody has been praying that veils get removed, that doors get opened, that spirits get lifted. You've been down and folk have been talking about, but I'm praying that the veil is removed. I'm not going to walk around in a fog. The veil needs to be removed. The veil, the veil, the veil, the veil is going to be taken away. And so I'm going to work against the very things. There are so many things that want to distort the word of God. That's why I got to come back to reading the word of God, but not only reading the word, but hiding the word in your heart. The Bible says that you got to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman, a workwoman who needs not be ashamed. You got to work against that thing. You have to understand the devil wants you to get sleepy. Oh, he wants you to get sluggish. Matter of fact, when you come to church, and I got to remind folks again, when you ever get sleepy in church, stand up. Deacon Johnson's not standing up because he's sleepy, but if you do get sleepy in church, stand up because you have to understand God is trying to speak a word in your life. Hallelujah. I worked a job one time, and matter of fact, at the job that I was working, I had mastered sleeping standing up. Uh, yeah, I had mastered. I had mastered the, the ability to get into a nice tree, plant myself, and I was still be in an upright position but able to go to sleep. Um, yeah, I had to figure that thing out, you know, I, because I love taking a nap, and naps have always blessed my life. I, it's a blessing to take a nap. I, 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 be, I believe there's some other folk in here. It doesn't have to be long. It could just be a few minutes, but it's something about how a nap, Will just energize you, and then you're ready to go on and do more. I, I I thank God for naps. I I think naps are sent from God, and I thank God for But but you but you have to understand the fact that I got to work against it. I got to work against it. There's so many things that are out there that are trying to trap me. The second point that I want to make tonight is that once one turns to the Lord, it changes one's outlook. I'm thinking. God that my outlook has, has been changed. I I my I don't I don't talk the same. I don't walk the same. I don't believe the same. I've seen what God could do in my life and since I've seen God do it in my life, I know God can do it in somebody else's life. The Bible said yes even verse, even today when, Moses, when they read Moses' writing, their hearts were, are covered with that veil. They, they, they do not understand. There are people who say, I read the Bible, but that doesn't mean you understand. Somebody said, I go to church every week, but that still doesn't mean you understand. Somebody said, I pray to God all the time. That still doesn't mean you understand. But you look at the word of God, but whenever Whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Back up. Wait a minute. I thought they were reading the word, but the Bible said they had not turned to God that everybody who has comes to church has not turned to God everybody who prays has not turned to God everybody who can quote a scripture has not turned to God you've got to make sure that I've turned to God and when I turn to him sincerely it's one thing for you to turn. So I became a member of First Baptist Church of Highland. But I became a member of Carolina Church. I became a member of First Baptist Glenard. Matter of fact, that's the one the whole folk, whole full lot of folk in Prince George's County. They want to claim. I, it, you talk. I'm, I'm a part of. I'm a part of First Baptist of Glenard because they said, there's so many folk there. Nobody knows them." They say I'm a member of Glenard because of thousands of them. So anybody can say I'm a member. Come on, somebody. They say the same thing about Highland Park, but we're a little little different here. We're a little different here. I, I, I I know. I pretty much know who's here. I don't know everybody's online because I can't see you. But if you come through these doors on a regular basis, you're not going to be a stranger to me. Come on, somebody. If you' coming through these, door, I know I know your face, I know your walk, I know where you like to sit. I know when George Love comes here, he's sitting right back over there. I know exactly where he's going to come. I, I know when, when Fontenot and Don Warner are going to be right there. I, I, I know how, I know how some folk operate. I, I, I know I, Come on, come on now, Bolton Hicks, I know exactly where you're going to be sitting. You have to understand. It said, but yes, even today, when they read Moses right their hearts, are covered with that veil. So, they're reading the word, but their hearts covered with a veil. Their minds are blocked, but not only is their mind blocked, but their heart is blocked. Come on, somebody. But you have to understand, the reality of it is that no matter what happens, but whenever, verse number 16, when someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. That is when a person sincerely turns. There's a whole lot of folk that join church and then they back out in the world. I'm sincerely turning to God. Turning to God does not mean I'm going to become perfect. Turning to God does not mean I'm not going to make a mistake. Turning to God does mean that there's certain things that when I make a mistake, I know how to come back to God and say, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I know I shouldn't have done what I've done. Lord, please forgive me. I'm not going to act like I didn't do it. I got to come back to you, God, and say, here it is, God. I know I've done wrong. But where you lead me, I will follow. Third thing I got to talk about tonight, possibilities are enlarged once one turns to the Lord. Once one turns to the Lord, my, my possibilities have now been enlarged, enlarged. We, we hear personally enlarge my territory. Uh, we talk about the prayer of Jabez. We talk about how things can be extended in our lives. But, but, when, but once I get enlarged in my life, then God is now positioning me for transformation. Transformation is, is not going to be something that's going to be simplistic in my life. But transformation, true transformation, can only take place because of the power of God. Verses 17 and 18 says, for the Lord is the spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect. The glory of the Lord. Once the veil has been removed, I now reflect the glory of the Lord. I look differently. I look out differently. Folks look at me and they look and they say your skin looks clearer. And the reason is you get your you have clarity in your life, and that's what God can do in your life. He can give you clarity. Somebody's here tonight, and the Lord is who the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image i'm thanking god tonight about the transformation that is taking place i'm thanking god tonight that i can go further than i ever could have gone before i'm better with god than i ever would have been without god i'm getting ready to shut it down tonight but when i think of the goodness of jesus And all that he's done for me, my soul got to cry out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. My mind is open. My spirit is open. The veil has been lifted. I have clapping
0: in my hands. I have joy in my heart. Thanksgiving on my lips. I know we're getting ready to turn the corner
1: to Thanksgiving around the corner. But every day, in the day of Thanksgiving, next weekend, we celebrate five years in this building. The weekend following, we celebrate 100 years. We start getting ready for a year-long celebration. And when I think of the goodness
0: of Jesus, and all, I think and all he's done for me, my soul, my soul, gotta cry out, hallelujah. I thank God. Thank him tonight. Thank him tonight. Thank him tonight. Because every time I turn around, he keeps on and on and on. Blessing me. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Lord. I will Praise His name. I will give Him the glory. I will give Him the honor. Give Him the praise. Keep an open mind. God is not through with you yet. Hold on. Hold on to God's unchanging hands after a while. And by and by, everything is going to be all right cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Yes. 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 Get rid of the veil tonight. Get rid of the veil tonight. Get rid of the veil tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep and open
1: Mind an open mind to what God is potentially gonna do in your life. Keep an open mind. We in, nothing like that's ever happened in my life before. Don't ever limit what God can do in your life if you only trust Him. If you only believe that veil tonight frangelism month that veil tonight. I'm I'm open, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open to whatever God wants to do. Wherever he wants me to go, I don't know who God's talking to tonight, but keep an open mind. Don't ever block God, don't ever limit God. He's He's too great to be limited, too marvelous. I know you've dealt with pain, disappointment, but I'm keeping an open mind for what God is yet going to do. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Come on, clap your hands. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301 773 6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park.
0: I want to be longing.